Hello everybody, um, long time no talk. I sincerely, sincerely apologize for um, being MIA for the past like month. I'm so embarrassed. I swear I've not abandoned you. I um, have been thinking about what I've been wanting to do and I just had a little idea sparked right now. Um, not to make excuses i've just been so busy like junior year is no joke for sure and um yeah i just have some pretty intense classes going on and like a lot of kind of midterm type things so i've been insanely busy with school and volunteering and all of the things that come along with being a high schooler but um i just had a little idea spark that I thought would be fun. I was watching a black trans woman and their parents um, play Truth or Drink by, you know, like the YouTube channel cut. I thought it was very interesting. So I was like, I want to answer some questions because I feel like that'd be super interesting. It's kind of still a way to like get to know me and all of those things. So we have these dating cards, which it sounds weird that they're dating cards, but like honestly, they're just like questions regarding philosophy and stuff like that, in my opinion, and morals and like what you believe and stuff. So I thought they'd be cool to answer. I'd have really fun time answering these with my cousin because um, I think they spark some really interesting conversation for anyone so i thought that'd be cool um what were the few things i was gonna say i'm gonna try and get on like a better schedule of recording it's just hard with like being a full-time student and then having um a decent amount of extracurriculars and stuff i only have like a certain amount of hours in a day and like last night i fell asleep doing my history and then today i felt super sick from like i felt super nauseous and stuff so the world feels like it's against me some days, guys, so, but I'm gonna try my best to be on more of a schedule, because I actually so enjoy these podcasts, it's like, I don't know, it's really nice for me, and yeah, that's why I make them, because <laughs> I'm passionate about them, um, if, yeah, oh, my first rant, I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode, but I guess it's just like, social media and stuff, I hate I don't hate many things. I hate social media. Like, I'm 90% sure that I really hate it. And, like, there are just so many toxic people on there. And also, I just feel like, as a whole, social media kind of sucks booty. So, I've been at my in real life and in podcast life and everywhere but school in my bedroom. So, <laughs> that's where I've lived for the past little while, unfortunately. But it's okay because we're doing it. Okay, so I picked out a few of the cards from this deck that I feel like I can answer solo, but also I feel like are just cool things to talk about. Um, everyone knows, I feel like by now, if you listen to my podcast, that like these are literally just kind of conversations and like talking about things from my perspective, which, you know, some people might not like, but I think perspective is insanely interesting because perspective is one of the most diverse things, I feel like, because we obviously all experience our own course of life. So inherently, we're all going to have insanely different points of view, which I think is super fascinating. So that's why uh, I kind of frame my podcast like this, um, which I know I feel like I say a lot, but yeah, that's why I'm kind of excited for these questions because 
I think they're cool prompts to kind of talk about. Okay, so one of the first ones I picked is what are what am I except excessively anxious about? I think I mean the reason I picked this one I think is because like I obviously have been well not obviously I've been diagnosed with two different anxiety disorders and I think like a lot of people know that I'm a pretty anxious person but I don't necessarily come across that way I kind of suppress a decent amount of my anxiety because I feel like that's kind of what I've learned to do over the course of my life but I think like what I'm excessively anxious about is just my course of life and like what I'm able to accomplish and I know accomplishing things and success are so relative and they're not linear things um but I think I'm just most anxious about how well I do and like pleasing others which sucks and I know it's so bad but um yeah it kind of runs the course of my brain 24 7 which then you know, causes stress and sometimes depression and sometimes crazy happiness and sometimes crazy sadness. So, you know, anxiety is a wild thing, but yeah, I think that's what I'd say. I'm excessively, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Um, the next one is how good are you at turning people down who you don't especially like this one I picked in particular because literally I feel like I'm going through that right now and it's so hard for me like I talk with this I talk about this with my therapist a lot but it's has been so challenging for me to say to someone like get out of my life which cause I'm on I'm honestly I don't really mean to but I kind of ghost people if I don't want to talk to them, which is so bad, but, you know, it's just the way Lena is sometimes. Oh, I just talked about, I just talked about myself in third person. I apologize. That's nasty. Anyway, back on topic. Um, but I thought this one was interesting because I feel like that again goes with, like, the excessive anxiousness I have. I don't want people to think that I'm, like, mean, but it's just sometimes, like, I can't deal with certain people in my life because I have other things that I need to put first. So it's like, I kind of can only handle a certain amount of things at a time and like some people just piss me off. So I just like need my, the circle that I choose, which is kind of bad, but I don't want to be mean. So then I like don't tell those people that because I feel like they'll take it the wrong way and then it just gets me in this messy situation. Um, I'm curious to see whoever's listening to this, like, how good do you think you are at turning people down? Because I think when I'm turning people down, that, like, I'm okay at turning people down who I'm kind of acquaintances or strangers with, but people that I've developed, like, a certain relationship with, like, a, a little more than an acquaintance, not in a romantic way, just, like, friendship way, I feel like I can't turn them down because I don't want them to think I'm mean and then I feel like it's awkward and I just like, oh, I obsess over it. So I'm curious to see if any of you guys agree with me or not because yeah, it's been so challenging for me. Okay, next question. What changes in some aspect of your lifestyle are you currently contemplating or dreaming about? Daydreaming about. I think... I mean, I've always been super independent and stuff, um, but I think, like, I'm just daydreaming about 
the day when like I kind of lead the course of my life and I can take power of my life not in the sense of like losing my parents control of me but I think being in school where it's such a rigid institution of education where it's like you go there at 8 a.m and then you like get out at three i think it'll be nice for me to kind of take action in my own education where i can work on my own schedule that works for me because i think that um that'll be significantly better for me because i can implement certain things at certain times i can go in different programs things like that and i can take initiative in my own education and future which is super important to me and that's something that i've been like thinking about when i'm reading about colleges is their perspective on learning because i think a lot of colleges are like go to our school get a big degree go work in silicon valley and i'm like i just kind of want to learn and then go from there and like study abroad and do research and you know intern and all those things so um yeah i think those are the changes i mean i'm also daydreaming about an age where COVID doesn't exist and uh, the 45 isn't in office. So, you know, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good day. Hopefully if it ever comes, uh, kind of scary. Um, yeah, I would say those, I think also just like being able to like see my friends <laughs> from San Diego. Cause that would be, that'll be nice. Okay. So this next question might sound weird, but I have like a place that I want to go with it. So it's what attitudes to food do you find appealing in a partner? Well, I think like not just a partner, but in a person, this is my perspective. I think food, like people don't appreciate where their food comes from enough because I live um, super close to where a majority of farming is. So you know, on a lot of my drives to like the beach or going surfing or, you know, maybe touring a house or something like that, I see farm workers and I see the farms and then I come home and I'm reading articles about like how farm workers aren't, you know, being afforded the proper help with the fires and they don't have proper masks and they're being paid like $7 a day for 12 hours of labor. So I think appreciating and like understanding where your food comes is so crucial because if we you know and shopping locally and sustainably obviously i think is one of the most important things because i hate capitalism but also um you know i want to make sure that i'm not supporting institutions that are basically enslaving workers so I think gratitude is the most important attitude to food we should all have because without these people, we wouldn't be eating our strawberries or blueberries or kale or carrots or peppers or cucumbers or anything like that. So I try to be super gracious for everything that I eat because I also know like how much of a privilege it is to be able to walk downstairs and grab like a snack or grab a glass of i don't know what it may be kombucha or something like that it's such a um such a gift so i try to appreciate it as much as possible because going by those farms is heartbreaking um 
and I think that's something I've learned since moving here is like the impact that you can have on others lives just by where you shop and what you eat and things like that so gratitude be gracious for your food and maybe read a few articles about the people who are picking it and growing it and all of those things because it's a really really messed up system and um yeah for christmas this year i think we're gonna donate to a um like what's it called an organization for farm workers families okay describe your political leanings without using the words left or right this one i thought was fascinating because um left and right have really i think kind of been abused i don't necessarily like to describe myself as like a leftist um i don't know i also feel like i don't necessarily know what that means exactly because there are so many leftists quote unquote leftists because i don't like i i don't think that term is like a specific definition but there's so many people like that that say that they're a leftist and then they have super polar opposite views of one another so i'm like then what is a leftist really we don't know so i don't really like to identify myself as that because i think it's super arbitrary i am reading the communist manifesto currently which i think is one of the other questions i picked is what three books would you take as a good sign if a potential partner had read and liked I would put the communist manifesto on that book because i on that list because i think and probably like a james baldwin book and maybe between the world and me because those are all three phenomenal books but i think um i think like i've just you know with taking american history and also kind of getting into more political theory i think it's fascinating to actually understand like what my political leaning is because i don't i wouldn't say that it's perfectly in line with you know my dad or sister like yeah we share common beliefs that communism and socialism if carried out correctly are good theories but i think who we look up to in terms of political leaders varies vastly and i think that's really um kind of important to recognize because a lot of kids are just blueprints of their parents and i think now being 17 oh yeah my birthday was a few weeks ago by the way <laughs> so now i'm 17 which is crazy um but being 17 i think it's interesting to analyze that um difference and like you know i'll, I'll be able to vote in a year well i guess not in the primaries but um i mean yeah in the primaries not this election i'm 10 months away from being able to vote in this election but i think it's important to understand like what your ideal government would look like how american government looks what each of the candidates go for and how well they would implement that how government structure works civics all of those type of things because i've realized i don't know crap about that so i feel like recently i've um kind of tried to understand that more i think also with this social justice movement that has been going on for the last hundred years more i don't so long um i think it's interesting to analyze what political and economic theories um 
align with those views because I think like humanitarian rights are definitely my number one concern when I am talking about politics. So yeah, I think uh, political leanings is really fascinating and I want to hear what you guys have to say because also learning about like what patriots were like in the um, kind of beginning parts of this country, I think it's fascinating to compare that to now and then also like reading the news like that's so important i wrote um my six-part oration essay for ap language and composition on it was the prompt was like what's the most what's the um i think it was like what's the chief indestructible question that should be asked of humanity in 2020 i argued that what the what should the function of government be I, th- I, I argue that that's the chief indestructible question of 2020 because I think a lot of humanitarian things have kind of unfortunately fallen under government, which in the creation of this country, they're in the foundation, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Those are the things that we founded our country on and the ideas of enlightenment, which, you know, heavily address these humanitarian rights and you know, basic liberties and things. So I think for me, like understanding that angle of it too is um, super important. So I just, yeah, that's my personal opinion. I actually really enjoy talking about politics and things, but reading the news has been, um, you know, has kind of made me angry, but also just made me now see like hey that's not what the constitution says and you're not upholding our basic the basic things that this country was founded on and i don't see why other people don't see that but what am i gonna do so i encourage everyone that can vote to vote and if you can't vote yet pre-register because you can if you're over 16 i think i think 16 is the age i don't know but yeah I'm pre-registered to vote, so I highly recommend voting. Um, okay, the next question. Okay, this next question is, if you wrote a book, what would it be about? Um, this one I found fascinating because I think of my podcast as my digital auditory book of my life as it goes and flows and all of those things so i kind of think like you know this is kind of my biography in a certain sense because in time this could be a primary source i mean obviously it's not like that significant but it is kind of cool to think about i am documenting my life and the things i believe at 17 years old on october 6 2020 at 11 27 p.m on the internet like anyone can access this and that is super fascinating but if i wrote a book i'd probably either go the route of like a collection of essays that i write because i absolutely adore writing essays like this year um essay writing is completely different than i ever thought it would become and i absolutely adore that english has become my absolute favorite class no question about it writing is I don't know it's my favorite and i this sounds like super selfish and um 
egotistical, but I absolutely love reading my own essays. Like, I just read them over and over, um, which sounds so narcissistic, but it's, I don't know, I'm very proud of my writing and I really enjoy it, so I'd rather have a, my book be about my life and experiences and point of view on different things, um, or like a memoir, but, or a, a collection of essays that I'd write, because I think... Um, I've experienced like a lot of super random things and I was saying to my dad the other day like no one can really relate to like the things I've experienced which obviously is true for everyone but um I've had some kind of wild experiences sorry for my bad singing I'm a little delusional at uh 11 p.m and I kind of have a headache but it's okay because I'm filming a podcast whoop, whoop. anyway see ya I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself, guys. I don't know. But yeah, I think of this microphone that I'm speaking into as my collection of words that somehow sort themselves into my book of life. I can't. I don't I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Anyway, yeah. That's why I love this podcast so much. Cause it gives me free range to talk about absolutely anything I want, which is great. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, it definitely allows me a space to freely express what I believe and what I like and all of those good things. Um, I'm trying to think about some of these other questions. I don't know if I want to answer those. I don't know, guys. What am I selfish about? I feel like there's a lot we're all a little selfish about. Like, I'm a little selfish about my happiness. I don't know. I just kind of feel like we're all a little selfish about our happiness, especially if you suffer with depression. I feel like um, we can all kind of relate on that maybe, or it's just me, because sometimes when I'm happy, I'm like, I just want to give myself all of this good, happy energy because, you know, some days I feel the worst, and when I feel the best, I sometimes want to share it, and sometimes don't. So maybe it's a half and half. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I was thinking maybe for the next, like, eight minutes, because I don't really want this episode to go on too long, because this is just, like, a little chatty chat, which honestly are all my podcasts, but, um, I was thinking I would talk about failure, because that's been something that's been on my mind a lot. I actually filmed half of an episode about failure, and I didn't like how it turned out when I was editing it, so I didn't post it or finish it. But, um, it's something that's been rocking my brain a lot, because I think I've kind of been wanting to go to an ambitious college, but then at the same time, I feel like I have these really intense thoughts about what if I can't handle it, what if I, you know, spiral into, like, a deep anxiety and depression phase or what if I all of these what if I questions about failure like the root of it all is failure and that that's scary to me I know the people in my life don't think that but I know I'm really hard on myself so failure is terrifying and I think that contributes a lot to my mental health problems but especially currently like I'm obviously not failing any of my classes, but I think like 
failing myself is not doing as good as I could have and setting those expectations I think are super toxic because that's something I've noticed in the past few weeks and yeah sure I I do like to set certain aspirations for myself and I I've worked really hard all of my years of school I've pretty much gotten straight A's all of my life except for like two B's I think but I think those were on like progress reports so they don't even count but I've worked so hard in my school career so then I feel like you know I've worked so hard and I want to go to a school that I really love that's maybe competitive because I have worked so hard so I want to go to a competitive school but then I think like maybe I should just relax but then at the same time I'm like I've never experienced that so how am I gonna know so that's why failure is so scary because I it involves the unknown and you know I might sound a little aspy here but I the unknown can be terrifying I, I swear for everyone um yeah but failing by my definition is just not exceeding what I set out for myself which again not a good principle to have but it's so hard to break because we have these expectations like rooted in our brains since we were however year many years old um when we developed them for ourselves and i think dissipating their prevalence in your brain is really hard at least for me it is um because again i just go in those spiraling what if i questions and I know I'll do well wherever I go, but, and that's what everyone tells me, and I know I have so much love and support, and I'm so thankful for that, but it's hard, you know? Failing is scary, just like the future. Um, I hope you enjoyed my random little Q&A by myself with these cards. Um, I really enjoyed it. I love answering questions. That's one of my favorite things ever. I'm hoping to post this tomorrow. Um... October 7th so hopefully you guys can listen to it and I'm hoping to do another podcast next week please someone text me and say get on your grind Lena you just have to focus um I apologize again for my absence this will be the last time unless I have a mental breakdown or something I might take a week off every once in a while just to just to let myself take a little nap take a little eyes open but resting time because that's important okay i thank you all for listening and um i'll probably do a little blog blog post i'm mumbling my words it's almost midnight guys i'm delusional it's been a long week it's only tuesday um yeah thank you for listening i'm not gonna drag this on too much longer i hope you all have a beautiful night day night sleep lunch whatever time in the whole world i hope you have a great day okay bye